0: Welcome to Bonjour Bitch! My name is Charlotte and I'm many things, but most importantly for this podcast, I am multicultural and sometimes a bitch. We're going to talk about everything from relationships to daily life, all from a multicultural point of view. Each week I'll be accompanied by the most amazing guests to delve further into topics that really affect us all. You'd better get ready for it, bitches! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bonjour Bitch this week. I'm very pleased to introduce you to my wonderful husband, Antonio.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: (laughs) It's his first podcast. so He's a little bit nervous at the moment. But we'll break the ice. Anton, can you explain to everybody how we met, please?
1: Oh, we go full on with the first question. Yeah. Okay. So we were we were meant to meet more than 10 years ago. Uh, Yeah,
0: 17 years ago now.
1: Yes, actually, yes. Yeah. Briefly, they introduced each other in a drinking party in that university. In Spain. But we we barely remember anything about that. Well,
0: you were with your ex, I was with my ex, and they introduced me to you as, ha, look at the foreign girl that can speak Spanish like an Andalusian." Yeah. and you were like, yeah, whatever. I mean,
1: Nothing special, everyone does it. Yeah. Um, so then we were meant to meet again, doing a feria in my hometown in seville
0: yeah and you didn't fucking turn up and i
1: didn't turn up because i was doing more important things yeah that, drinking that year. and the following year you were very very prepared to meet me thinking oh now you have time for me so we have a lovely meet uh, evening
0: yeah with friends
1: and we end up interrupting each other talking in a club holding hands and holding legs and ignoring everyone else in By the, the way,
0: this was all appropriate holding hands and like everything we weren't already making out in the club
1: i know no. No, no no it was it was appropriate
0: and then you made me believe that you were coming to london for a job interview
1: yeah i wanted to see what, what was all <laughs> about that job working for tom ford and so on yeah so yeah, i yeah, made yeah, up yeah. that i has a really important business meeting in london Considering that I was a little architect starting in Seville, but yeah. Yeah, and there was
0: no job interview. He just came because he couldn't wait to see me another three weeks until when I was going back to Spain. Yeah. And then seven Uh, years later...
1: Surprise, surprise, I turned your living room into a feria caseta. Yeah. And you were freaking out for more than five minutes, saying, What? what the fuck... Well, um, to be
0: fair you hung up stuff in my living room you put like posters of the ferrier and you brought drink and come on and everything and i was like th- what the fuck yeah.
1: normally thieves go and take things out and i was bringing in things <laughs> in so
0: <laughs> and then yeah we had a serious chat about what we wanted what we didn't want where we wanted our lives where we saw our lives going
1: and we both agree whether we, di- we didn't want to meet each other at that time, because yeah. we were happy, yeah, but unfortunately, the trains pass one in life, and you don't want to let it go twice.: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And then we decided that we'd give it a go three months later. Antonio moved to London for himself, not for me, because I was made that clear that I didn't want any sort of dependency created on "I moved to London for you. Yeah, but I could
1: have moved everywhere, anywhere else. Yeah, but you moved but London to London. Was, London has a, an extra incentive.
0: Exactly, and then a year after you moved here, we moved in together, and then yeah, something like that. we've now been together for seven years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Clap, clap, clap.
1: Three weddings in between. <laughs> yeah, same no, woman.
0: Th- three, yeah, three <laughs> weddings to each other, but three ceremonies essentially. But yeah, that's cool. How did you pop the question to me?
1: I never organize anything because you love to organize everything years in advance. It is my job. Yeah, but so I cannot organize anything without you suggesting 15 plans. And this time it was my hometown. So I told you, okay, we're going to visit in Seville this place that you have been asking me to visit many times. Uh, you were surprised.
0: To be fair, each time so, we go back to Seville, you never, ever, ever take me visiting anything.
1: Because I have seen everything, so... Yeah,
0: but I haven't.
1: So we were like, okay, I'm going to organise these ones. something. I need to add a note. We went to South Africa for Valentine's Day. And yeah, we were so this was, really in, this was in, this was a beautiful dinner. This
0: was in 2016. <laughs> and you were expecting this. And basically, me to <laughs> yeah. So this was in 2016 and we'd been together for 3 years already. And everybody thought that during this trip to South Africa, which was around Valentine's Day, that everybody was saying to me it's going to happen there. It's going to happen there. It has to happen there. And on Valentine's Day that year, Not only were we in South Africa, we went to see an elephant orphanage and we were with orphan elephants that had been rehabilitated. It was amazing. Then the hotel, because it was adults only, they set up this beautiful Valentine's dinner for all the couples that were there. And I just kept seeing the day go by and thinking, oh my God, it's not going to happen. Shit. And then we get into bed that evening and you just turn around and you say, Ha! You thought I was going to propose today. (laughs) Bastard.
1: Well, you organized a trip on me, so I organized in Seville. Oh,
0: fine. So I had to wait till September that year.
1: Correct. So I took you to uh, Reales Alcázarés, that is a really beautiful garden in the center of Seville with many different buildings. I made up a little story about this place. It's like us... You are from many places. I am from one, but I have many cultures influencing in my city and I heritage this. So we end up talking and talking about us and talking through the different salas. And you were thinking, when are you going to propose? Because, obviously, I never organized anything. You were waiting for this day for ages. You were prepared. You put so much makeup <laughs> and dress up and perfume. So you, I kind of knew. You that, knew I knew. Y- yes. So I wait till the end, end yeah, of know, the visit kept, of the gardens. I kept asking And to a you. point you interrupted me and said, what do you have in your pocket?
0: Yeah, because you had we a bulk something. in your pocket.
1: I always carry that one, but. <laughs> oh, <No>, you <filth. laughs> the, the question was that we were in a beautiful place, but we were surrounded by tourists. So it was not the right time. So I waited until the end because we were more alone. And then I just kind of freaked out a little bit. I didn't know how to ask. So we sat down. We were very, in a very nice uh, place of the gardens. And I asked you very casually, it's like, you know, we have been talking about this a few times and would you like to marry me? Yeah. And your I'm- instant reaction was like, Are you really proposing or this is another conversation?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, because the way you asked it, I was just like, hang on a second. Are we actually talking about it? Or are you, like, really asking me now, do you want to marry me?
1: so then I took the ring out of my pocket and then it was no question. Ta-da! She said yet, By the way. Yeah, obviously.
0: (laughs) And obviously, for many people, they maybe don't know about the tradition that is la pedida. So the way we got engaged... Antonio gave me a beautiful eternity band, diamond eternity band. And we then planned, what was it, six months later, more or less?
1: So the tradition is that you propose to your girlfriend with a ring that is, is beautiful, but it doesn't it's really need of a to be... Ring the, it's a simple ring or an symbolic. everyday ring. And then depending on the families and the traditions, there is a ring that is for the grandmother, the or a beautiful ring that the family offer to the future wife. So this is done traditionally in a dinner that both families are sitting down and kind of the families are introducing the husband and the wife and proposing that they are together. So it's coming a little bit from arranged marriage, but yeah. it's not But it's actually- because it will, it's, it's it will have had the
0: tradition of that, right? Yes, Because la pedida translates to tranla- the asking. It's translating
1: that the husband or the future husband ask the father of the um, bride. bride. I'm not a groom. Yeah, ask <laughs> for permission. And, and then in return, normally, sometimes the, the bride family make a present to the groom as well. Normally it's a beautiful watch
0: yeah so what we did was that we also used this occasion for our parents to meet because obviously yeah because obviously your family live in spain in seville my family are based in london and so they never really met over the years yes maybe they ran into each other once when your parents were visiting here but it was never a proper meeting the difficulty we obviously had was that your parents only speak spanish and then My dad, yes, he speaks Spanish and so does my sister, but my mum doesn't speak Spanish, she speaks French and English. And so it was this lovely dinner and we had to really think about the seating of still obviously blending the two families, but taking into account who speaks what. And then with the added complication that, yes, your family speak Spanish, but they speak andalusian as well, so with a, a certain accent, accent. Yeah. um yeah, but it was it was a lovely thing, and you know what I really, really enjoyed doing that tradition I mean who wouldn't want to get two rings <laughs> anyway um catching but it was I think it was really nice to incorporate something that is more traditional and then also use it to our advantage to introduce our parents at that point. It was a nice excuse to do it as well.
1: It wasn't easy because of the language barrier. Yeah. And the the good thing about the selection of the place and the time, it was around uh, before Easter and Seville is very popular and very it's very well known for the processions yeah. Um, and then during the dinner we had that procession training or p- performance happening before Easter, and actually that relaxed the ambience a lot. So we were we were kind of talking about the city and we could understand even with few words that what we were experiencing it was beautiful. <laughs>
0: Obviously, we got married twice.
1: Two countries. So Um, we were married originally in in Spain, under the Spanish law, and then we did the same in France.
0: So basically what happened is, I'd always wanted to get married in France, um, in Ile de Ré, on this um, island on the Atlantic coast, where there's the ruins of this beautiful abbey from the, I think, 12th century. And I'd really, really always wanted to get married there since I was a little girl. And, unfortunately
1: I... I have a very really 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 large family yeah doing that was like not appropriate because no not many of them could go to the wedding
0: well it would have been a cull
1: uh, well but 400 people you will be over, <laughs> overbooking the island for the weekend so
0: basically my dad had a genius idea because when we got engaged we were really excited and then we were sort of like hang on a second where are we going to do this because I knew I didn't mind getting married legally, doing the civil bit in Spain, because being binational myself, I knew it would have to be a lot of paperwork either way. So I thought, you know what? This town hall in Seville is beautiful. Let's do it in Seville. And just keeping the civil part very small and just literally our witnesses. No, Antonio, the civil wedding,
1: we Uh, weren't 60
0: people. Were you there? Yes. Okay.
1: There was a lot of people for me. It was the first time. Then I. Then I. We got were
0: literally twenty-six people. We've had birthday parties You can't tell. People. Organize it. Yeah, you can <laughs> tell. Like, wake up! And then so we had that there with our parents, with your granny, with our witnesses who are best friends, and then we had a lovely little cocktail, and that was on the Friday evening. And then on the Saturday, we did a big shebang. Spanish reception etc and we didn't get married religiously in Spain which yeah created slight friction
1: well you want to do tradition but you don't want to do all the traditions so yeah that was a little bit strange in my family but they were expecting a church wedding where everything is beautiful but you're
0: not even religious
1: it doesn't matter most of the people is not and they they do it
0: yeah, but then they're just like, th- then it's disrespectful for people that are religious. We did this huge ceremony on the Saturday in a beautiful Arab Hispanic palace in the city of Seville, in the city center. And initially, I remember we picked the venue because we loved it because it was a mix of history and architecture, which are two things that we both love. And we actually liked it because they had a limit of guests of 400 which we felt was going to help limit the guest list of your parents as well, because your parents wanted to invite everyone.
1: Yes, so in my family, when you get married, every single cousin, every single second cousin, and Neighbor. the family and neighbors go. This is easy to think when you, your father and your mother, they don't have each other 50 cousins, each one, first line
0: yeah first cousins 50 so first that's, cousins. that's
1: only one plus the wife or the husband plus at least two kids all of them my age so the numbers very quickly multiply and the first draft of very close people that i was growing up with it was nearly 450 people
0: yeah which meant that at that rate we were oversubscribing the venue and i could invite no one not even myself to my own yeah. wedding
1: this is, this is because my grandmother's house in the countryside in south of Spain, it's uh, like a little village of my family. So we all, grow, all grow, grow up together and during the summers, we were like 30 kids, all related, but having the, spending the summer, like a summer camp with your family. So I grew up with them and that was creating the big list of guests. But when you start to look into the numbers and to how to greet everyone, if you dedicated that little bit of time to each one of them.
0: It, the thing is, it also got to that point where it was so many people that you hadn't seen or heard of in years. And so it got to that point where we had to have a cutoff of, okay, if it's not somebody who had a massive impact on my life or that I haven't seen in over 30 years, 25 years, then why are we inviting them to the wedding? there were some people literally that hadn't seen you since you were a baby but yeah so we had this huge ceremony in Seville and in the end we invited 400 people 265 came which was already a big turnout but I remember each time somebody from your family was that literally lived less than two hours away from the venue was saying it's too far away we can't come Whereas we had people coming from all over the world that were able to come. I remember your parents would say, okay, shall we replace that person with this person? They were trying to like fill the room and the space and everything. And I just remember thinking, it's not about just filling the space for filling it sake. Yeah, but-
1: this is this is the, the the lovely thing about my family that they just greet everyone and the more the merrier.
0: Yeah, I know, Antonio. But do you remember we had to sit down with your parents and actually explain to them how much each person was costing us? That it actually. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. It doesn't but-
1: matter. I w- we have been through this, so this is kind mm-hmm. of remembering remembering the conversations we had and. I, no, I don't agree with you. So we agree to disagree that I prefer to have the more, the merrier. I don't care how much was, we just feed people in. The reality, once you leave the event, is that not so many people is so nice. So we were less people, more close family and friends that we wanted. The both groups were balanced, because that was another concern, that it was Antonio's wedding in Spain and Charlotte's wedding in France, because that could outbalance the feeling you, in your wedding. So it wasn't not only about the many people and how much it costs and is you haven't seen them, it's also to make sure that you are your, doing your day with the people that you turn around and you are like, I love to spend time with these people. That was what we agreed on.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And that was what we agreed on and that's what we tried to do. And I think we did it more or less. I do find though, and you know, we did the wedding in France five months later. So we did the wedding in Seville in March, 2018, and we did the wedding in France in ile de um, in August, 2018. And we went from 265 guests to 65 guests. And some of the 65 guests had been also in Spain. And the overall consensus, not just from our guests, but also
1: Everyone us. everyone thought that we were relaxed, so obviously we have Friday and Saturday in Seville, so we have the training, and then France was months away, more relaxed during the summer, no concerns, no worries because we were there for a little bit more. everybody w- was coming to relax and to enjoy a really good weekend or a week away so everywhere ev- everywhere everyone and everywhere was made for having fun and enjoy
0: but even everybody said they recognized as much as seville the wedding was beautiful everybody said that they recognized us more in france they were like this is more you guys this is truly who you are we recognize you in all of the details we recognize you guys in all of the like even the dress code the ceremony everything and i think you know we were extremely fortunate in that sense to be able to have the possibility to do two weddings to be able to have that sort of okay let's tick that box of obligations of you know we have to try and invite a maximum of people of your family so that they at least don't feel left out but we were also able to have that super intimate wedding and enjoy those memories and share them with really our closest and dearest
1: yeah we were very lucky but if i have to go back i only do the small one so any recommendation, guys? Small is better.
0: Ooh, I love it. He's already feeling comfortable and I'd like to give tips, Woop <laughs> But also what's funny is that I always remember for the Seville one, we- It was
1: pissing raining as well? Yeah, well, yeah, it was uh, pissing as well.
0: But basically Antonio for months, so we had the venue until 4 a.m. in the morning and then they had to shut it. And Antonio for months had been saying, I think we should reserve a club. To go afterwards for an after party and
1: you thought that we were not going and
0: i for months was like no i think i'll be really tired it will have had a really long day i'll be exhausted i don't think anybody will want to go blah 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 and in the end and Antonio didn't organize Spain. it we love party <laughs> and basically 4am comes round so fast and they shut it down and i was just like i'm not ready for this to end I'd changed into my bridal jumpsuit, still had my bouquet of flowers, was still in heels. 15 hours in heels, I did, and my feet did not hurt. They would triple the size the next day, but they did not hurt. And I remember thinking, I'm not ready for this tent. I know, no, no. And I remember we grabbed a few cousins on your side, a few cousins on my side, a few best friends. We went into three, four taxis. The taxi we were sitting in refused to be paid because he was like, I've never had a bride, an actual bride in my taxi. And then I remember we got into the club and they opened both doors because they were like, are you an actual bride? Are you actually coming into the club right now? And I was like, yeah. And it was just insane.
1: Because everybody booked one.
0: (laughs) And we were just on the dance floor for, what, nearly two hours? Yes. With 6
1: a.m. Our- we decided, I think it's nearly time to enjoy we were, the hotel. We were something.
0: we were making out as if we were 15 and we were like, okay, maybe we should go back to the hotel room now. Yeah, Yeah, it was
1: It was, it was, good. was really, it was really nice. Cool. Spontaneous. That is also good as well.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously not doing a religious ceremony in Spain was difficult for antonio's family to accept in some regards
1: but it was us
0: yeah it was us it was our decision and you know what yes we incorporated some traditions of the spanish side of the french side of the british side of different things that we've experienced in life and you know even our ceremony in france we had a blessing and it was one of my oldest friends that married us and we wanted the ceremony to be in French, English, and Spanish, because it's who we are. It's our DNA. We are those three. And we couldn't have imagined doing it in just one of those languages. And we got criticism. We were called sinners for not getting married in the church. Yeah, but... but, you know, I think it's one of those things that it's you have to stick to your guns of who you are and if you get married and you can't even get married the way you want to get married, then why are you even doing it with other people?
1: Yeah, when you have so many people, you are always going to have someone that is having a different opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, do you remember that certain person that came to tell us on the night, my steak isn't well cooked enough on our wedding evening?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and after and after you can hear many stories, but... I'll, I I want to take the positive notes and yeah, and, for and, the, sure. and, the, and the I had so much fun. I had really good memories. After you realize one of your cousins fall down because he was so drunk and broke two teeth, then then you you make fun of it after with him. But if he wants to speak you back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How did your family react when you obviously told them of the format of our wedding? so I remember your mom kept insisting of when was she going to have her big entrance in Spain, and we were like, there is no big entrance moment for anyone.
1: Well, the moment was reserved for France, so I think we we have done like in a res- in a Michelin star restaurant. We deconstructed the weddings, so oh. instead of having one wedding, we have three weddings or three moments.
0: Three ceremonies.
1: The three moments were actually like a normal wedding, as they understand, but they didn't get it. France was more like what would you consider the church, but it was someone reading some words, speaking in front of everyone, with the groom and the bride in front of everyone. Then we had the civil ceremony that it was... What everyone and, and every, every, everybody needs to do, that is to go to the town hall to sign the papers. If you go to the church, you go, you do it behind the altar, but you have to do it anyway. So it's just changing how everything is set up and deconstruct it and make a moment of each of it. And then this the the party that it was Seville on Saturday at night. So I think they didn't understand that we were making every single step but in different moments.
0: Yeah, and it was our own way of doing it. Do you think they still understand it nowadays?
1: They would never understand, but they, I, I am not the same as they are. So for them, it's like, oh, you are now doing something different again. Um, they don't understand why you have to marry a person from outside of Spain, yeah. because in Spain, you have so many beautiful women. I found someone that I couldn't find in Spain, outside of Spain, and it was you.
0: Who is beautiful? Too.
1: I said that you are better than all the Spanish women.
0: No, you said you found somebody that you couldn't find in Spain.
1: Oh my god. Wow. Beautiful. And I love you. I have to say the words.
0: Oh, thank you. You
1: cannot read the second or third degree, right? You are so <laughs> tired today that you cannot get it.
0: Yeah, I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> it's time for the bitch fire round. Anyway, that is it for this subject, but I am going to take you through the bitch fire question round. What is that? Oh, what what is that? It's not bad, don't worry. I don't follow
1: your podcast, I don't know what's happening.
0: Yeah, it's not live yet. That's why you can't follow it. And when it goes live, you'd better fucking listen to it. I'll ask you a question, give you two choices. The more we go on, the quicker it gets. Okay, okay, ready? Dog or cat? Dog. Netflix or Prime?
1: Uh, Netflix.
0: Ooh. Bath or shower? Shower. ASOS or Zara? Neither. Why?
1: Because I I, they don't have my size in any of them, so I don't know what they <laughs> sell. You should bespoke these a little bit more on... Just
0: for clarity, Antonio is six foot six, so two meters for people on the metric scale. Sweet or savory? Mm, sweet. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Winter or Summer summer city or countryside both (laughs) vintage or new new instagram or twitter instagram oh yeah i know because you like watching the videos all the fucking time that's on twitter (laughs) 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 okay perfect well thank you so much anton for coming on it was a pleasure and i hope you've enjoyed listening to our marriage um preparations and discussions and um we'll speak to you soon again
1: Thank you very much, Charlotte.
0: Thank you. Bye. Remember to tune in next Monday for a brand new episode and please rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It really does help us out. We'll see you then. Au revoir, bitches.